Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I want to invite you to stay updated with me on social media and see what we are doing in the ministry. You can follow me on Facebook at John Wallace. You can follow me on Instagram at Jonathan R. Wallace. And you can follow our YouTube page at New Beginnings Huntington. I pray this message builds your faith and gives you revelation. Let's get ready for the Word of God. Information about that. The Lord is just doing so much. Man, it's just amazing. Guys, I'm telling you, if you're not a part of what we're doing, come be a part of the team. Even if you don't live here, like like Kenda, I know that you don't live here, but I just love you stay connected with us. You're constantly sowing into the ministry and helping us and praying for us. And I want to encourage you guys, stay tuned with what we're doing because we're doing so much. Uh, super, super exciting. So one thing that the Lord has told me to do is to write a book. And so I've written a really short book. Uh, I say short. Anything that I think is short, people are like, that's not short. I once heard about a man that his ministry was like praying, and he would literally pray for like days at a time. Uh, I think it was Robert Leardon was talking about this man, and he was based in Africa, and he was known to literally pray for like a month at a time. He could do that. He would just fast and go into prayer and be in there for like 30 days. That just blows my mind. So he said one time, it, it made me think of this story. One time he sat down with a couple of his friends and he said, hey guys, let's just, let's just thank the Lord. Let's go into a quick prayer. And so he said that his friends knelt down with him and that he prayed for like six hours. And they keep looking around like, it's been six hours. This is a short prayer. So finally they stopped him and they're like, dude, what do you, you said a short prayer. This, this has been eight hours long. And he's like, yeah, sorry, that's, that's short for me. I usually pray for like days at a time. And so uh, anyways, this book, whether it, it, it's short, it's definitely not going to be like a dictionary, uh, but it's going to be a very simple resource to get to people about faith. A simple doctrine on faith, what the Bible teaches about faith, and just some amazing testimonies and stories that I've seen in my life and how God's taught me faith, how my faith, using faith, has, has brought the promises of the Lord into my life. Uh, and I just talk about a lot of things that, that are super critical, but nobody wants to talk about because it's, you know, it's not the proper thing in religion to do to talk about these things. I'm not going to drop any uh, disclaimers yet. You'll have to get the book. It's going to be good. I'm finishing the last little section. I'm going to get it edited. I'm going to get it published in Jesus' name. Amen, guys. So in that book, I actually I have a section about developing your faith. Uh, in this section, I go over four spiritual disciplines, and I'm going to go over one of them with you today, and I'm actually probably not going to get to the whole thing. I'm just, you know, I'm setting this up, so letting people hop on. I'm going to go over a few points of why this first spiritual discipline is important. Amen. So, spiritual disciplines. Why are they important? You have to have disciplines in your life in order to be successful. I've been reading books. I just read a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you haven't read the book, you need to get the book and read it. So this book is a book that breaks down you know, the difference between the lower class, the middle class, and the upper class or elite class mindset. How the poor think and how the rich think. How the poor, you know, use their time and money and how the rich use their time and money. And something that I'm seeing is that disciplines are so important in your life. If you look at any successful person, that person has disciplines. Like one of the disciplines is a successful person on average reads 52 books a year. 
Think about that. You know how many weeks there are in a year? There's 52 weeks in a year. So one uh, discipline that the wealthy have or the successful have is they will literally, you know, uh, I guess if you break it down, they'll read about a book a week, whether that's actually reading it or just audio books they're listening to, but they're constantly educating themselves. They're constantly expanding their minds. They're constantly bettering themselves and developing themselves. And so really, honestly, most of Christians' problems, most problems that Christians face is because of their lack of spiritual discipline. Very simple disciplines that you need to have in your life. Amen. You know, you think about this. There's routines that people have. When you study successful people, they're not lazy people. They're not people that sleep in till noon uh, and they just kind of, they wake up, oh, I felt like doing this, I felt like doing that. And I'm not talking about not living a life of, of freedom and, and, and just being free and, and having time uh, to do fun things, but I'm talking about you have to be disciplined. You can't just, you know, I'm going to do something whether I feel like it, whether I don't feel like it. Discipline is doing something you know you should do even when you don't feel like doing it. You've decided, you've adopted that practice into your life. And you make it a, like a regimen where I am going to do these things, whether I feel like it, whether I don't feel like it, whether it's convenient or inconvenient, these are things that I know I need to do, so I'm going to do them. And so today I'm going to go over the first spiritual discipline. And this, guys, this is going to blow your mind how profound that this is. But the first spiritual discipline every single Christian needs to get in their life today. Write this down if you're going to take any notes. Write this down. Number one, read the Bible. Right? This is nuts to think about how, how profound this revelation is. Number one, read the Bible. Tanner jumped on it. He probably knew what I was going to say before I even said it. Read the Bible. I know Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. in regards to disciplines actually said you'll only go as far as your discipline allows. Think about that. You'll only go as far as your discipline allows. Why is that? You're only going to go as far as you're, as you're committed to go. So what does that mean? Nobody that's ever been great. Nobody that's ever been greatly used by God. Nobody that's ever had a successful ministry, business, a successful anything has been a person that's just like chilling, you know, hey, I, I'm just going to sit around and eat ho-hos and watch TV and, 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 you know, sit around in my boxers all day long. No, you'll only go as far as you're committed to go. And when you're committed to something, it takes intentionality. It takes discipline. You know, I've, I've started getting into investment. I've started getting into business. I've, I've started looking at network marketing and different things that I'm getting into personally. And I want to tell you guys, it takes some sneaking discipline. It takes hours of my day to read books. Like, you know, because here's the thing about people. People are so limited because they don't think that, you know, uh, I, can't, I can't do that, right? When you think about like a business. I can't own a business. I don't know the first thing about owning a business. Let me tell you. And you'll never know the first thing about owning a business until you intentionally pursue after it, get some discipline and educate yourself and gain knowledge and understanding. What does that mean? Reading books, listening to people that talk about the market, that talk about business, that talk about economics, that talk about what's going on in the world. You can actually apply this to any area of your life. You have to get disciplined. You have to, if you have a goal, look, 
understand this, nothing is impossible for you. Number one, the Bible teaches us that nothing's impossible for the one who believes. So what God is saying is there's no ceiling to how high you can go. You can actually do anything that you want to do. You can be as big as you want to be. You can go as far as you want to go. You know, what limits us is, is honestly, what limits us is our mindset. You'll only go as far as you believe you can go. If you think that you're just an old, simple bubba from the backwoods and that, you know, I just like a simple little life and I, I don't know how to do this, I don't know how to do that, then I'm going to tell you, you're really, you're going to just be small your entire life. It takes intentionality and discipline. There's nothing that's impossible for you. You need to understand that. There's nothing you can't learn. You know, the, the Bible actually teaches that we have the mind of Christ. Intentionality, you say. Yeah, we have the mind of Christ. Me and uh, my brother Uchana, we were helping Brother Tanner with his outreach the other day, trying to figure out this soundboard. I'm like, dude, this is beyond me. Like, I, I, as I was saying when I started this broadcast, I am, I'm like, I'm not good with technology naturally. Like, I just don't think that way. I'm not good at it. I'm always having to ask Tanner, how do I do this? How do I do that? Yesterday, I got this little recorder that I'm using to to record stuff from my podcast. And before service, I had Tristan, this guy in our church, come and he's like showing me how to put the memory chip in and stuff. I'm just not good at that. But we ended up figuring out the soundboard and I made this statement. It was funny. I said, man, I'm a freaking genius. Uchenna, you're a freaking genius. And he was like, yeah, that's right. And I thought about it and I said, you know why? Because Jesus is a genius. Jesus' IQ as a human, I guarantee you, was off the charts. He was a genius. And the Bible says that I actually have the mind of Christ. The Bible actually says, think about this, the Bible says that all wisdom and knowledge is in Christ. And actually, 1 Corinthians 1 says that God made Christ to become wisdom itself for our benefit. What does that mean? What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is this, is that there's nothing you can't learn. If, if, don't be intimidated that you don't know something about a subject. Don't be intimidated. You feel called to ministry, but you're like, honestly, John, I didn't go to Bible college. You know, honestly, John, I didn't and I'll grow up with somebody that taught me theology. And people start talking about uh, hermeneutics and eschatology and using all these words I don't really understand. Don't be intimidated. Don't let fear hold you back. There's nothing that's impossible for you to learn. You just have to believe it. And you have to not only believe that it's possible for you, believe that there's nothing too hard, there's nothing you can't learn and nothing you can't figure out. You have the mind of Christ. Number three, what's the practical step? You have to develop spiritual disciplines in your life. You have to discipline yourself. You know, it's not enough. Like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm diving into network marketing right now. I'm diving into business and investing and the crypto scene, all kinds of stuff. You know, it's not enough for me to just say, oh, I believe that God can prosper that. I believe that God could make me a millionaire. I believe he could do it. I believe I'm capable of it. And then just sit here with my hands open and my eyes closed. Okay, Lord, drop it in my hands. No. Now there's a third step. I have to now discipline myself. I have to read books, learn how the market works, learn terms that I didn't know before, educate myself. You know, and this takes discipline, it takes intentionality. I think I've, I've proven my point very clear. So, discipline, say discipline. The first spiritual discipline is 
You need to read the Word of God every single day. You need to read the Bible if you're a Christian, and you need to read it every day. I actually personally believe that like 90% of Christians' problems, the problems that most Christians have, could be solved if they would simply read their Bible every single day. Truly. Most of the stuff that I see people dealing with is like, it, there's already a clear answer to the question that they have. The problem that they're facing, God's already given a clear answer in His Word. But they don't know it. Why do they not know it? Because they've never read it. They've never seen it. They've never heard it. So they're sitting here struggling with this thing for weeks and days and years. And, and they, they can't get free. They can't get out of this cycle and this pit that they're in. And yet the, the, the answer to their problem is right there underneath their nose in the Word of God. I think that 90% of people's problems could be solved just by the Word of God, just by a revelation of what the Word says about that subject. Amen. You know, let me tell you this. So, say this. Say, read the Bible. I need to read the Bible. I went to Bible college, and I think that, you know, anybody that's like super into education, and uh, they may freak out when I say this, but I've said this many times. The most beneficial thing that I got out of Bible college, it's funny, it wasn't systematic theology, it wasn't some course that I took that just taught me the doctrines of the Word, that just, no, no, seriously. The most significant and helpful thing that I got out of Bible college was the discipline that I developed to read the Word. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like, man, I paid all this money, and the best thing I walked away with was a discipline that theoretically I could have developed outside of, you know, having to do that. But, you know, I'll say this, the environment was great. I received a lot of things from Bible college, but the thing that's carried me the furthest and the thing that sustained me more than anything else is the discipline of reading the Bible every day. I actually had a class uh, where that was one of the requirements. I took a class, it was called Creation Science, and one of the requirements of the class was that I had to read three chapters of the Bible a day and five on Sunday, and I had to literally, I just told some people that even though I was a, a multi 4.0 college student, I don't advocate for college. Exactly. You know, we could get into like traditional education as well, but I, I mean, I'm telling you guys, education should actually never stop. If you talk to the most successful, wealthiest people, they're constantly educating themselves. But it takes discipline to get where you're, exactly, it takes discipline. It takes intentionality. There's nothing you can't learn. But anyways, I had this class where, uh, you know, they made me read three chapters a day and five on Sunday. And literally I had to write it down and record like what I read, the chapters that I read, and at the end of the semester turn it in. And it was a major part of my grade. And I just think how genius that was because people are like, this is stupid. You know, I think of like, like Christ for the Nations where I went, it wasn't technically accredited in the sense of, of this, like you can't go there and get a, a degree in nursing, right? You can go to Oral Roberts and get all kinds of different degrees. You can go to Dallas Baptist University, get all types of degrees. It's not just Bible training. It's a school where you can get a secular degree, but it was founded on biblical principle, and they also offer some type of theology degree. Well, I know a lot of, of uh, people that would probably, like Bible-educated people, look at that and think, oh my gosh, you know, we're sitting over here taking uh, 
systematic theology, the doctrine of the Trinity, all this stuff, like 101, and you're over there just getting a grade for reading the Bible. And I want to tell you, that's the most significant thing that I got out of Bible college, was I began to do that every single day. I read the Word three, three a day, five on Sunday, and I did it for a week, and then I did it for a month, then I did it for six months, then I did it for an entire first year of college, and whenever I left, I had this discipline where I, I, every day I read my Word. And I want to tell you, I've actually learned more. It's true what Uchenna is saying. I've learned more outside of Bible college than I learned in Bible college. I'll sit down with people. We can talk theology. We can talk about doctrines. We can talk about all this stuff. And I've had people, oh yeah, you, you went to Bible college. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm saying, no, actually what I'm telling you right now, I never even, I never heard that in Bible college. You know what Bible college did though, was it created a discipline in me that after I left, because of this discipline, I continued to grow and I continued to learn and I continued to actually self-educate myself, self-educate myself, if that makes sense. I continue to educate myself. And so, discipline. So many Christians, I'm telling you, they just, they're struggling because they're not disciplined. You know, they, they come up to the prayer line. Oh, would you just lay hands on me and shabba-da-da-ba-da-da-da. You know, I'll fall out in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you, you can go to all the anointed meetings you want to go to for the rest of your life and have, you could, you know, Kenneth Hagin could come out of the grave and lay hands on you. If you don't develop spiritual discipline, it won't sustain you a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. It won't sustain you. <laughs> Tanner speaking in tongues on Instagram in the comments. Amen. So, the best thing that I learned in college was discipline of reading the Bible. So let's just go over two quick reasons, and then I'm going to leave you alone for today. Two quick reasons why. Why is reading the Bible important? What happens when you read the Bible? Why, why will this discipline literally change your life? Number one, it's very simple. You can't have what you don't know. Why is it important that I read my Bible? Number one, you cannot have what you don't know. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. The verse continues, but that is a section that I want to isolate. You can't have what you don't know. So, I want to think how I want to break this down. You know, there's over 8,000 promises in the Bible. And so, so many people, they claim, right? They, like, they just want, I wish God would do this for me. I guess, you know, if, if it's the Lord's will, it'll happen. There's so many things that have actually already been given to you in Christ, yet there's Christians that suffer lacking these things in their life for their entire lives. I'll give you a very practical illustration of this. So when, when I was starting out in ministry, you know, I grew up and I knew Jesus saved me and I loved God and I was called to ministry. So I wanted to serve him. I was zealous about it. I really meant what I, what I said. What did Claire put? Proverbs 12, 1. To learn, you must love discipline. It's stupid to hate correction. Exactly, Claire. If you actually read through Proverbs, something that I have our core doing he teaches the keys to success. Think about this. Proverbs 1 starts out, it opens by saying, 
It opens by saying this book was given to teach you how to live disciplined and successful lives. It says in the New Living Translation. So the book of Proverbs is literally prefaced by saying the point of this book, if you will take what I'm saying in this book, it will teach you how to live a successful life. This is actually interesting that I just thought of right now. It says that it'll teach you how to live a disciplined and successful life. What does that mean? You can't have one without the other. You cannot have success without discipline. You cannot have success without discipline. You, you, the only way that you'll have success in life is by living a disciplined life. Let's just turn there and read it. Proverbs 1. Thank you so much for tuning in with me as I shared the Word of God. If you would like to become more than just a casual listener and want to give to our ministry, you can do so in the following ways. For credit or debit, go to www.nbchuntington.org donate. For PayPal, you can send it to NBC Huntington. For Cash App, use dollar sign capital NBCHTX20. Thank you so much. I pray God blesses you abundantly. Until next time, this is John Wallace.